0: That's a way to start a pop podcast. There we pop. go. Uh, yeah. A, a podcast. Yeah. We
1: Welcome to Affiliate, everybody. I've got two of my favorite people here. They've flown all the way from New Zealand to be at Giving today, so you might get some potluck later. Fantastic. <laughs> <it. laughs> but now we have Blair and Wendy Gorman. They are the masterminds behind numerologist.com, which I don't want to sing their praises too much because I think the results speak for themselves. But would you, Blair and Wendy, mind just giving a bit, like maybe a let's say a 15,000 foot overview of the business you're running. I think a lot of our listeners will be familiar, but there, I'm sure there's gonna be some newness
0: to people too. Mm-hmm, uh, I'm not sure how to begin there, but, <laughs> but basically, yeah, it's just uh, a business that like a lot of businesses on the platform started really small and just grew slowly over time. Mm-hmm. The the big pivotal moment for us was when we took the big leap and hired a really expensive copywriter, and he wrote a sales letter. His name's Gary Halpert, who some of you guys <laughs> might know um and that was just a, a catapulting in conversions and that allowed us to really scale
1: oh, i love it yeah because what well, you've been with clickbank now since 1999 yeah uh-huh. yep we yep. are the old timers yeah no it's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> i was uh, i won't tell you how old i was I <laughs> <laughs> um and then gosh 1999 you've just hit some significant milestones here at ClickBank with some revenue i won't share it unless you're comfortable sharing it but it's been pretty cool but it's to see the growth happen over the years. Yeah, multiple eight figures, we'll put it that way, unless you want to share more Mm -hmm. specifics. I'll let you dive into that if you want to. But I'm just, I'm so curious. I think if anyone hasn't seen your site, can you just tell them quickly where to go?
0: Sure, just Mm -hmm. numerologist.com. And to really experience the site, there'll be a button that pops up and says, something like please give me my free video numerology yep. report whatever it is and yeah that's where you enter your <laughs> um, your first name and your date of birth and just from that it begins it analyzes your your date of birth and gives you a numerology reading and then uh, if you want to go deeper then you enter your full name at birth and it just interprets you know different aspects of your chart um, but the thing that makes it different is that it is a video reading uh, all created real time on the fly
1: yeah it's very' a hyper-personalized video element sales letter in a way right mm-hmm. I, it,
0: I wouldn't call it
1: a vsl i think that's a
0: discredit to <laughs> what you've created a bit <laughs> yeah um, we internally yeah. we call it the me the me uh, oh, yeah. i love that yeah. it's all about me or you, the, you yeah. know, the individual and so when you enter your details it'll, Uh, if your name is in the database, and there's there's thousands of names in the database, it'll say completely naturally, hi Thomas, uh, thank you for (laughs) requesting a free numerology report at numerologist.com and so on.
1: I love that, so if you're listing and you sell supplements, whatever it might be, if this is like a completely right field kind of topic for you, I'd definitely go check out numerologist.com just to see what you've created there, because it's really, I think, a testament to a very unique and fun experience for a customer to come into and have that first interaction with mm-hmm. a brand and Wendy, you're talking about it um, upstairs just a few minutes ago, like that customer journey you've crafted from once they come in because right, they're getting, you're kind of collecting. It's pretty genius when you go through this me SL because you're collecting name, you're collecting birthday, you're collecting email very early on in the sequence. Mm-hmm. So I have to imagine the lead list quote unquote you have that kind of turns into a customer list is a powerful journey for someone to go through and ends up at a higher conversion rate on all that, but Wendy, I was curious on your side, because you head up customer support. I do. Do you have an official title?
2: (laughs) I'm the other boss. The other boss, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Just customer support.
1: Customer support, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How do you um, balance the customer support side of things when it comes to, I don't know how to phrase this exactly, kind of the sales and revenue goals, if you will. So you've got the marketing side of things, where I feel like a lot of early entrepreneurs fall on their face a little bit is customer service can be a beast on their back a little bit, right?
2: Well, the marketing and the customer support don't have anything to do with each other. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything to do with marketing. That's a completely different area. And one of the successes I think in our business is everybody kind of stays in their own wheelhouse. Mm. You learn not to cross over into other people's areas Um, because we have our strength in the field that we work in. And for me, it's customer support. So I listen to what they're doing in marketing and the ideas they have and sometimes i will have something to contribute. Some people would say I've always got something to contribute. (laughs) (laughs) But really it's about, you know, marketing does what marketing does and customer support does what we do. And our role is to take care of the customer. Um, Regardless of what our marketing is, it's about what does our customer need right there? What are they asking for? How can we deliver that to them? And how can we just respond to them and make them feel good with our replies? Make them feel like, it's personalised. It's not just a randomly generated response from something. There is actually a person on the other end who is responding to somebody. You know, So it's like, hi Thomas, it's Wendy. How can I help? <laughs> yeah. Something simple like that is just so powerful. And, and if I could say anything to any business, it is, as much as you don't want to do customer support, find somebody else that does want to do it because it's so important in your business.
1: Have you always had a customer service in house, if you'd call it that? Yeah, yep, external. Yeah, I see yep. a lot of people, they hire early on for an external person to take over customer support or an agency, because it's just something they don't want to deal with. Yep. Yeah.
2: Whereas I come from a customer support background. Mm, it's from okay. a sales background. And so doing customer support, I've been doing this for almost 20 years in our business. <laughs> and, and I still love it just as much. And I've had other people work in the team with me who, you know, if we say to them, if it's not something you enjoy, don't do it. Go and do something else.
1: Gotcha. How big is your customer service team now? Uh, five. Five. And yep. how many? How many? T- I don't know if tickets is the right term, but like how many contacts are you handling a day?
2: It varies, yeah. and, and the time it takes to handle each one varies as well. It could be a simple question of you know, uh, where's my report, mm-hmm. and that's just simply letting them know. You know, we check first to see what email it is. If it's a Gmail, they need a little bit of extra care. Here's a, another way to access your Gmail link. Um, or it could be something more than that. What did I buy? How much <laughs> have I bought? What am I getting for that? What does this mean? Yeah. You know, and those things take a little longer to take care of, so and our responses are not time-based. They're quality response based. So
1: Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, so yep. you're, you're not going, okay, you've been on the phone for this many minutes. We don't do yet. the phone. We no only phones do
2: email. Yep. Um, I come from New Zealand. I talk a little funny. Not everybody <laughs> understands me. It's a, delight. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like that for me with other sure. accents. So it's much easier to actually just do a written reply. Mm-hmm. And that way, everybody can understand each other.
1: That makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you mentioned that you've kind of segmented some lanes maybe for your teams. Can you give a little bit of an overview of kind of how you've structured your teams and how they're Yeah, I guess, which roles are kind of in their own lanes?
0: I suppose that the main ones would be marketing, tech, Mm -hmm. customer service. Yeah, Yeah, no,
1: I love it. I always look at, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, I've seen multiple Mm -hmm. seven-figure businesses grow Mm -hmm. with a pretty small team, right? On a yearly Mm -hmm. annual revenue basis, right? And it's like, yeah, they've got customer service, they've got marketing, they've Mm -hmm. got their tech, and then usually some sort of uh, accounting Right, kind of finance mm-hmm. thing has to be filled yep. in there at some point, right? Yeah. yeah okay. We
0: do that. And uh, I guess the other one would be just product development and R and D, which is the one yeah. that I'm most involved in.
1: Yeah. So when the company was starting all those years ago now. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the like oh, I imagine were you in the kind of the solopreneur role? Like were you just trying to do everything?
0: When we first started, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: and what was the what was the kind of the first building blocks as you like, what did you get off your plate first?
0: Well, the first one was customer service. With okay, <laughs> is, that, is that when <laughs> yeah. you got yeah. involved with the business? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: sure okay. was. And so did you start it before you knew Wendy, or was this? No. no,
2: no, he started it. When I met him, he had a really good, well-paying job as a software developer, and he quit that <laughs> yeah. to come home and work and to make his fortune, and I'm like, okay. oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what are, are you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That had been, str- was, that a awkward con- was that a hard conversation? Like, was that, no. yeah. Was no.
2: that- I, I also worked. Yeah. So, and as an independent woman with children, Mm -hmm. I knew that I had to take care of my children first. So, um, I was always well aware of what my financial situation was, and Blair added to that in our family. But he, I didn't need him to take care of us. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Nice. yeah, but before anyone rushes out and quits their job I will say that <laughs> uh, but that I just did it part-time after work yeah. just you know do my day job yeah. and then come home and do the coding development everything uh, until it got got enough traction that I could um, just focus on that alone
1: was that traction like a monetary goal for yep. you yeah yeah so,
0: yeah just being able to pay the bills yeah
1: yeah, yeah. And, so, and, mm-hmm. and
2: so that's what he worked on first and then he asked me to come home and work with him and about Four to six months after he, after I finished my job and went home and started working with Blair, he took me out for coffee one day and he said to me, mm, "I don't know that we're really making enough money for me to be able to keep you on, so you might <laughs> have to go back to your old job." I said, "Oh, you need to work out how to make more money." <laughs> <laughs> you can't fire me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> give me the lifestyle of working from home and then tell me I have to go back to the, <laughs> the ninety-five. So he knuckled down and worked out how to make more money. So. Okay. Yeah. So, was,
1: gosh. So when... Okay, this is really intriguing to me because I, I see a lot of uh, either this kind of environment where like a one part of the couple starts a business, right, and that's going. They're supported in some way or they have to figure it out. Or it's a joint venture with both people building a business together. And you two have done both for how many years now?
2: About 20. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is amazing, right? Like just to get a little real for a moment, right? I think we've all seen people that go through it. They get maybe a little married to the business versus their mm-hmm. spouse. And it's... Yeah. Divorces have happened, right? It's like it looks good mm-hmm. the business is growing, but behind the scenes things are not so great. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a bit of both for y'all too. Every marriage is mm-hmm. that, right? There's the thorns, yeah. the roses. But at it's least we're business. married to the same business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right yeah. 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 How do, yeah. how do you uh how do you navigate that as a married entrepreneurial couple? Like is it do you have like the hey, we're putting on our work hats now and we have our marriage hats now, or is it more loose? Like how do you kind of structure that throughout your your life now? Yeah.
0: Um, well, I have a standalone office mm-hmm. uh, and it's at home, but when I'm in that office, it's work mode. Yeah. Uh, to the extent I've got a computer in the office and then I've got a, another computer in the house, uh, but they're for different tasks. So it just means that if I go into the office, it's got all my work stuff on there uh, and I'm solely focused on work. And it just creating that division mm-hmm. for me, I find quite useful.
1: Do so you have a physical division kind of thing? And then yeah, yeah. does that help your mentally yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. split that too? Okay.
2: Yeah. And I think from um, the relationship perspective, there's a a lot of, this is about relationships across the board, not just ours. People want time from each other. So one of the things we do is most mornings, we start our day sitting outside with a cup of tea and a cup of coffee. And we just get 10 or 15 minutes just to chat at the beginning of the day. Because one of the things I know is by the time Blair comes in from the office, the last thing he wants to do is talk. And occasionally, sometimes through the day, I'll have to say to him, just need to stop because I need to have a chat with you about this I need an answer or I need to vent whatever it is you know (laughs) but it's important that you know what those are and how you can work with each other on that I have to understand and respect the time that he's really really busy and that he's on a lot of calls with a lot of different people and when he comes in at night I'm not bothered by the fact that he sits there quietly Mm. because I understand he's talked out So I don't have an expectation of a lot of chat with my husband (coughs) at the end of the day Mm. when he's no longer being the business guy and now he's back to being my husband. But there again, that's what I get in the morning. So you work out how to get the things that you need when you need it.
0: Mm. Another interesting thing that may be useful is that I also have a different zone, which is just a different physical area in the house.
2: And it could even be a different
0: area in the room uh, for those that just have one room set aside. And that is that one area is for the left brain work if you like and the other area is for the right brain work in other words the, the creative side okay um, yeah. it, it just helps me make a break in, into being purely creative rather than trying to be creative in the same zone the same physical area that you do your taxes at. Yeah. I see <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: well that's actually a, a great segue we might come back to some of this relationship stuff because I think it's I think it's important. The more I get involved in this space and in the business and everything like that, the more I see that it really is like, it's not a work-life balance, right? It's just life balance and work Mm -hmm. is life and life is
2: work and it's just the flow of that can be difficult for people to manage. I'm fortunate in that I travel with Blair to all of the events, Mm -hmm. so I take part, so if I had to wait for him to pass the information on to me at the end of the day, I'd never get it, you know? (laughs) So but by attending the events and learning and listening, it, it, it enables us to have a whole different range of conversation that I couldn't have with him because I didn't have the information. But now I can say to him, what is this? What's that acronym stand for? What is that over there? Sure. How are we doing that? When are we going to do that? You know, So I can take more of an active part in the business with him so that as a couple we can look at how our business is growing and why it's growing like that yeah. and what's, what's coming next. So and I think that's possibly something that, gets missed in relationships when somebody comes home from work and someone's at home, and often you'll find this with a parent that's at home with the children. They, they're, they're waiting for that adult company and for that level of conversation, and it's very hard for them to get it when the other person has worked all day and the last thing they want to do is talk about it when they get home. Yeah. Because, again, they've stepped into that different environment, whereas we live in that environment. Sometimes he comes inside and he's like, just thinking, which means don't ask me anything. <laughs> in fact, don't talk to me. So I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> you know, that's the cue. I like that. Mm-hmm. How how do you navigate, um, I guess, the tough conversations? Whether it's like, maybe you have different ideas where the business should go, like, has that worked out? It's like, yeah, th- do those come up? Like, how does that kind of work with a married relationship and a business operational relationship?
2: Yeah. For us, it's pretty simple because I work in customer support. Mm-hmm. That's my wheelhouse. Okay. Yeah, that's those are I just yeah. staying there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. you're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> he takes mm-hmm. care of the rest. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I like that, yep. yeah. Yeah. I think that's important, right? This is the, the lanes we're operating in, right? Yeah, yeah. that's where yeah. I see some messiness happen, I think, with some other yeah. co-founded businesses and things like that, yeah.
2: Well, a... you know, I certainly have some opinions about some other stuff, sure. but yeah. it's not really my place to mm-hmm. to share them within the team conversations. I can certainly have a chat with Blair sometimes over that cup of tea and say, hey, what's happening with that? Mm-hmm. But I also understand that's not my area.
1: Yeah, I think so. that's very powerful. I've heard yeah. anecdotally, right, like, oh my gosh, it's so hard hard to work with this couple here because I hear one thing from one, another thing from another, and I don't know which way to go, and it's just like, <laughs> you get yeah. pulled in two different directions kind of thing. So I think that's very astute, We, yeah. we
2: talked about strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. and it's back to that same thing. If your strength in the business is in this area, stay in that area, <laughs> and if, if the other person's strength is over here, work in that, and get other people to come in and work in those spaces in between. Yep. And, and that way, there's a lot more peace and harmony. Because and when we, you're trying to work in areas that you don't really know, that not really your strength in any way, that's when tension happens. Mm.
0: Yeah, and we get to spend more time working on the areas that we're passionate about. Yeah, and I think that's important too. Yeah, yeah. Where, I I
1: think I know the answer to this, but for the listeners, uh, Blair, where do you find? What fuels you up for the day? Like, what what have you been happy to offload off your plate, and now you're?
0: I get to focus mm-hmm. on my zone of genius. <laughs> so I really like to create puzzles for myself and and what I mean by that is I basically like to start with the ultimate user experience and map Mm -hmm. it out and have no idea how I'm going to do it and it might take two years just Mm -hmm. thinking about this problem and then all of a sudden I'll have an aha moment I'll I'll manage to simplify it or the technology will have evolved or whatever normally it's a combination of factors and then all, all of a sudden I can do it. But just by having that intention, by thinking about a problem, and it, you know, it doesn't need to consume your day, it just sits in the back of your mind. But as it does, your mind starts to work on these things, and all of a sudden the solutions just emerge. And so, yeah, coming from what seems like uh, an impossible-to-implement you know, user experience, just give it time to, um, you know, to evolve in the brain, and then all of a sudden, you know, two years later, uh, it's there
1: yeah you i've always felt like you seem very comfortable being patient is that <laughs> is that just your
2: he's married to me <laughs> what, 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 what does that mean exactly it is means that like he's a, a very patient man <laughs> <laughs> uh, not patient with um, everything yeah, yeah
1: well i was curious is that is that something you've had to build or is that is it would you resonate with that you're like yeah i'm pretty like
0: I don't know if I'm an inherently patient person. I don't like standing in line, that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, well, I guess
1: what I mean is like I've seen mm-hmm. you with different projects over the years. We've known each other for six, mm-hmm. seven years now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you've had big ideas and mm-hmm. uh, that are in the works. And years later, they'll mm-hmm. launch or they'll still be an idea that you're still working on. Mm-hmm. And you don't seem anxious that there's these big ideas out there that you're kind of making progress towards. That's what I mean by patient. Day. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes really mm-hmm.
0: big ideas do take time. Mm-hmm. I remember receiving some really good advice, and let me see if I can phrase it right. Most people overestimate what they can get done in a year and underestimate what they can get done in a decade. Mm-hmm. And I'm not suggesting that you need to wait a decade to do something, but nevertheless, I think it's very sound advice. Yes, no,
1: mm-hmm. I, I love that quote, and I see that with a lot of the clients we work with here that are starting out, they're trying to grow, it's all mm-hmm. the scale, 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 scale. Mm-hmm. And they try to go. You should operate. You know, I think you should implement quickly if you can, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily have that two, three, five year outlook on what they're really building. It's mm-hmm. like, how do I get tomorrow? How do I get today? Yeah, they don't have that cast mm-hmm. out there. When you were building Numerologist. Did you have that vision of like where you wanted to go with it? Or was it like, let's just try to get sales in? Like, where, how did you map that out early on?
0: Right in the very early days, mm-hmm. I couldn't have imagined where it was mm-hmm. or where it would be today. And part of that is time and part of it is budget. You, know, you sure. look at a big site and you think, oh, I couldn't grab that, I don't have the money for that. But you know, things just grow, for us at least, they just grew steadily. Yep.
1: I, I was curious how you, how do you handle the balance of the day-to-day operations of the business and like this is on fire here, this is on fire there, and these bigger projects and the bigger innovations, if you will.
0: Uh, How can I put it? It's a little bit like brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. If you don't set aside time for it, it just won't happen. Mm. And so I always set aside, even if it's just one or two hours a day, just pushing along these larger initiatives, which might not see the light of day for a year or two. But just by doing that, it's like practicing the piano, whatever you know, doing it an hour a day, uh, you may not be much better tomorrow. But in a year or two from now, you'll be a lot better.
1: And are you are you like actually like on on a Sunday? Are you time blocking out your week to kind of get find those hours in the day? Like, how do you actually go about it finding that time?
0: You know, I yeah. probably should do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but really, I just make sure that at least an hour or two of the day mm-hmm. uh, is set aside. And, and normally, it's I have preset calls that I have to navigate around, and so it's when I'm not doing calls or. Uh, when someone's not visiting or whatever. Oh, gotcha, that makes Mm -hmm. sense, yeah.
2: I think a really important thing too is to not have a need to put out fires, Mm. and that is by taking Mm. care of the little things. You take care of all the little things, you don't get big things.
1: Oh, I see. That's a
2: really important thing to do. We we all have a tendency to, there's an area that we don't like working in, and we put that off, and we put it off. Just do it. Mm. Just do it. And then it's done, and it's gone, and you don't have to think about it.
0: It's like that's how he works. He's a thing, very, right?
2: you know, people could watch the Waverley works and, and learn a lot from it.
0: And I um, won't say there's no fires, but there's fewer yeah, fires. That's sure. right. Yeah.
2: But we also have some other great people on our team that work in their areas, and we have some that a couple that are in crossover parts of the business, and um, you know they help us make sure that we don't have fires to put out or mm. fewer fires to put fewer out. Fewer fires, so. yeah. <laughs> and that's important too. Once you when, when you do get some growth, stop managing it all yourself. Look at your strengths. Mm. Come back to Michael Goeber's E-Myth. Mm-hmm. You know, look at what you are really good at and get other people to come in and do the other things. Is that a book? Is that yeah, a the, yeah, The Entrepreneurial Myth. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Not sure if you've got yeah. that, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and
0: I, d- I really don't want to take too much credit for the success of Numerologist. Yes, I've pushed it along. <laughs> I but, don't know who else know. will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, meaning it really has been the team effort. You know? Oh, I've yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ma- amazing team around me and it's just far too much that I could ever do single-handedly. I mean. Okay. Yeah, so I, mean, I think I'm too old to be coding nowadays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the, so Wendy came on, how many years into the business did you join?
2: Uh, well we joined with Clickbank in 99, nine, so that mm-hmm. probably would have been in the first year of the business and then mm-hmm. I came along in 2004.
1: 2004, okay. What were the next pieces you had to bring on into the business to kind of keep being able to scale? Like what were the other things you had to get off your plates to kind of be able to keep going? I think it was
2: adding parts, of the, so adding the affiliate side to the mm. business, which meant that we didn't have all of that work to do because they did their work. Oh, interesting. And so so yeah, that was really yeah. helpful. Growing mm-hmm. through that mm-hmm. is fabulous because you're not taking care of all of that.
0: Yeah, having a multitude of traffic sources because yeah. as a lot of people may relate to nowadays, buying traffic is a lot harder than it used to be. Yep. And you know, if I was starting a brand new business today, I'm not sure I would be looking at traffic for quite some time. You really oh, need to dial in your offer and that takes a lot of testing. Um, and you, you know, I might use paid traffic for testing, but not with the reali- realistic expectation that I'm gonna get rich out of paid traffic overnight. You need a multitude of traffic sources. You, know, you want organic, you want social, uh, but particularly affiliates, and that's why ClickBank is so cool. Oh, well, thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, early, so in those first, let's say, five, six, seven years, where did the first traffic start coming from for you?
0: Ah, there was a thing a long time ago called Mm -hmm. Google AdWords. Yeah, it's still around, but yeah, Yeah. (laughs) in another form. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh And it was uh, pretty easy back then because Mm -hmm. the clicks were basically five cents each. Gotcha. And so you didn't have to be as sophisticated as as you do nowadays to get those conversions because if you're selling a $20 product, uh, you know, five cents, if you have a 1% conversion rate, that's five bucks and so you've got 15 bucks in profit. Um, So it was, a lot lower level of traffic than we have nowadays, but it was you know, relatively easy to get started.
1: And were you doing mm-hmm. your own ad buying at that point? And you were doing the AdWord bidding and things like that while building? Yeah, I was doing it all. Yeah, you were doing it all? <laughs> yeah. Where where did you find, how did you level up your skills? Because like, I imagine, going from software development, you didn't know mm-hmm. AdWord buying or even mm-hmm. product creation. like.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, I, we initially licensed our products and that gave me the time to focus on you know, the ad buying because it's quite a different skill set because okay. there's just too many things to do at once. You know, if you can license a product rather than creating it from scratch, depending on the complexity of the product because of course we're numerology and so every report is tailored to the individual. If it's just a, a report that's the same for everybody, uh, then it's a heck of a lot simpler. Gotcha, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay, yeah.
1: so you're able to license and focus on the marketing piece of it Mm-hmm. At what point did you layer in the MSL kind of component,
0: like the more customized piece?
2: Oh, how long has that been running for? Uh, how long did it take you to create? Oh
0: yeah, it took years, because uh, I got a patent for it in the US. And oh wow, okay. And that was fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Kiwi sarcasm, yep. uh, yeah? <laughs> yep, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's translated, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so that took a, a number of years of bouncing back and forth with the, the patent office but uh, we got there in the end and um, when was that? I think well, that came up for renewal maybe four years ago so I'm guessing here but I'm, I'd say seven years ago.
1: Seven I mean, years ago the mm-hmm. MSL kind of yep. launched and then mm-hmm. it was, I in imagine. In a simpler it,
0: form but yes, yeah and it's just got more sophisticated mm-hmm. uh, over time. And, mm-hmm. and then how long did that take you to develop that?
2: Quite, quite some time, probably quite some a good time. couple of years because mm. he used to tell me I'm working on this idea. Mm-hmm. If I yeah, do I it, it's really great. I want yeah. this
0: personalized video sales letter. Yeah. I just, one small problem, I've no idea how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what you wanted. Yeah, yeah and that yeah. came back to our earlier conversation as, mm-hmm. as just by thinking about it, I realized after much time that there was a much, much easier way of doing it.
1: Oh, I see, right, mm-hmm. so you kind of stumbled into the aha.
0: Yeah, yep. and it was really simple. <laughs> and the thing was that when we think video sales letter, our mind instantly goes to video. And so my mind, mistakenly, went to how to do it in video. But if you look at a standard VSL, which is the, the, the ugly VSL, uh, to give my, cred- my friend John Benson credit there, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a video is 25, 30 frames a second, whereas the words on an ugly VSL might change, you know, once every two seconds, mm-hmm. and so it's not actually a true a video in the true sense of the word. It's more like a PowerPoint presentation yep. that's been recorded into a video, and so by not having it as a video, but by using JavaScript to create something along the lines of a PowerPoint presentation and sync it up with the audio, it enabled us to do to do things that we never could have. Oh, interesting. Use a okay. video, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, you know, looking back on it now, it seems really, really obvious, but it took uh, you know many months of yeah. thinking, how yeah, am I going to do this? With my mind sort of stuck in video mode before I realised, oh, it doesn't need to be video. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: And it's, mm-hmm. it's a real pleasure to watch that aha uh-huh moment when he comes and he says, uh-huh. I've got it. I've mm-hmm. got it. It was easier mm-hmm. than I thought, but I've got it. I've got it, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a bit like astronomy, I think, once upon a time. That was defined as how the planets rotate around the Earth. Mm-hmm. Because they thought the Earth was the centre of the universe back then. But the very definition of the word stopped us from really figuring out what was going on.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a mm-hmm. whole topic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. language can really put mm-hmm. a
0: sandbox around yourself exactly. that you're not aware yeah. of. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened with video sales letter. Yeah, it's like it has mm-hmm. to be a video. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, but that's just the element. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, that's a whole rabbit hole. But <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think I think it is fascinating because that's something I've always really respected about you, and that you can work through those long processes and still come back to it and still implement on it and get there. Cause I see a lot of entrepreneur, entrepreneur, kind of like the people trying to hustle and make it and mm-hmm. right, I think to your credit, right? Like you said, you licensed your products. Like you took what mm-hmm. people were doing that was already working and implemented, but then you're like, how do I make this mm-hmm. the best it can possibly be for what I needed to do, right?
0: Mm. Yeah, and just in the early days, we licensed products. We creating mm-hmm. everything in house now.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to yeah. mm-hmm. imply they were still yeah. doing that. But the, mm-hmm. be, um, because that's a frustration I have with the space is that it's a lot of the funnel hacking, air quotes, right? Where it's, mm-hmm. oh, that's what they're doing. I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. And it either is a very light reskinned version of what someone else's version mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. or not that reskinned. <laughs> <laughs> I hear and understand. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, like. I just hope that people listening to this understand that the path you've been on, you've built a very successful marriage and business mm-hmm. over these last 20 years, right? And it's been a journey. You've been I'm curious like when were you profitable at like a point where like you said like hey, okay, I can quit my job. I can do mm-hmm. this. I imagine you took a pay cut to do that? but you saw the potential?
2: Can Life. you talk about going from a weekly income to zero? Well, I yeah, guess that's a pay cut. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz you are at customer Oh, I mean, because you said you were getting some traction, right?
0: And then you left your yeah, job. Yeah, you know, instance. it was such a long time ago. Yeah. I can't tell you with certainty, but sure, yeah. I, I think once I had replaced the majority of my income mm-hmm. uh, with this, I thought, right, it's time to go from you time. to grow here. this past mm-hmm. that,
1: right? Yeah. 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 And then...
2: And that's the whole where the marriage comes in, yeah. or the relationship, because then we have the conversation, he's like, well, I'm actually going to give up that really good income I've got to see if I can grow this. So how do you feel about that? And so that's where I have the income so that I can take care of the family mm. while he's growing the business. And then it was time for me to come home and work with him. And one of my rules with that was, I don't want to be a part of this business, I just want to work in the business, so I need an income, a weekly income. And then delivering that is your responsibility, not mine. Oh, I see, so, so you're very much structured. great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great for if me. You can figure that out, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not like that, you can stay in your zone of geniuses if yeah. you will, right, yeah. That's right. yeah no that's really cool the you touched on something uh, a bit ago which is like the multiple streams of revenue or customers Mm -hmm. right you had Google AdWords Um, what was the next and then was it affiliates after that yeah okay Mm -hmm. what brought you into the affiliate world going from I'm controlling all my own traffic to I'm going to leverage other people's traffic
0: I think people just organically discovered us on the the Clickbank platform really Mm -hmm. Um, but it's important, I think, not to just put an offer out there that's untested. Mm-hmm. And you only have one, f- one chance to make a first good impression, you know. So if you create an offer that doesn't convert whatsoever and then approach a whole lot of affiliates, they might test it, but then you're done because they think, well, this doesn't work. <laughs> this guy doesn't really have any credibility. And so sometimes I think you, you do need to figure out other ways of generating traffic on your own dime or through your own labours to make sure that the thing's gonna sell before you approach affiliates.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that. Amber and I jam on that quite a bit, right? And just like, Amber Spears, Mm -hmm. right? Just like, Mm -hmm. the people are like, oh, I need affiliates to test. It's like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) it's like, Mm -hmm. you may want to rethink Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also hard to test with affiliate traffic because it's just Mm -hmm. a, you just don't really know where traffic's coming from necessarily. It might be Mm -hmm. spread out across so many different types of traffic. You don't know really which general Mm -hmm. audience you're hitting where the Google AdWords, you Mm know, or if you're doing your own ads, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm targeting this general audience, even if it is iOS has changed things, right? You have a better Mm -hmm. idea of this is converting to this type of demographic versus Mm -hmm. affiliate might be all over the place to a degree. But the, I'm curious on the, were there any friction points you ran into or like frustrations maybe, we started layering in affiliates. Cause it's not all roses, right? Like affiliates can add some complexities <laughs> to things,
0: yeah. Yeah, there was, but that was mostly people ripping off other people's websites, mm. and then redirecting traffic through an affiliate link to ours, and uh,
1: Oh, yeah. so that were they mm-hmm. taking other like numerologist type sites? Exactly. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, and so we had to crack down on those. There was only a couple, thank goodness, but uh, but basically, we get a numerologist a little bit cranky and quite understandably approaching us, saying, "Hey, because they didn't know it was an affiliate link," it's like, "Hey, you're taking our content." It's like, "No, it's not us." And oh, so, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah. But fortunately, we had you know good relationships in the end, and I think that's another thing uh, worth mentioning about affiliates is you you they're not just traffic generators; they're real people, and <laughs> you you know you get to know these people, and if you get to know them well, then you can dialogue and, and you know we'll say to some of our affiliates that we know really well we'll say hey we've got this offer uh, but we just want to test it so could you please send some test traffic and you know we scratch each other's back so we'll sure. send them some te- test traffic and they'll send us some test traffic but we're always very upfront and transparent about it that you know it might convert well or it might not but um because we've got such good relationships and because it's swings and roundabouts it all works out well
1: no, but I just, it's an yeah. expectation setting up front, yeah. right? Not, hey, this is going to be great. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, no, this is new. Will you mind testing it, right? Yeah. You've probably done the same for other people. Yeah. How, cause right, you're in New Zealand. It's a bit, mm-hmm. it's a bit down there, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the it's towards sense. the bottom of the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I've been impressed with how much you travel, obviously COVID through things for a loop and all that, mm-hmm. but when did you start traveling for the business?
2: 2019,
1: 2010. 2010? Mm-hmm. So yep. about 10ish years after years. 11 years, mm-hmm. 12,
0: yeah. that made a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you go into that a bit? Because I, I try to beat that into new clients I'm working with. It's like mm-hmm. like you can be a keyboard warrior, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. But if you can go meet people, it's going to speed things up tremendously. Oh, it yeah. really
0: was one of the big turning points for us. Just getting to meet people, and you know, you it's worth if you if you get the chance to go to a mastermind or a traffic event or a summit or whatever it is. And yes, the presentations are great, and you should go to those, but it's what happens at the bar afterwards that's where <laughs> you know, the real business happens. And or, you the the or the bar of the bar of the bar afterwards, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Sometimes
2: you get to see some little things. Uh, we were at a, an event, might have been when we first met you, Clickbank mm-hmm. in New York. And, um, you know, Blair had been building relationships with the different affiliates, but hadn't really met many of them face-to-face, again, because we were in New Zealand. And we, we attended this event in... The guy up on stage is like, "Uh, somebody send me a topic. What do you want to talk about?" And Leah's like, "Numerology." And he, the man on the stage said, "Who's the who's the big guy in numerology in that field out there?" And Blair said, "Well." Actually, it's me. I yeah. am and this voice from the audience said, "No, you're not. Blair Gorman is." Yeah, that was funny. And it was a great, moment It was a hilarious moment because the uh-huh. person in the audience was an affiliate of ours, Sonia Ricotti. Oh yeah, Sonia okay. absolutely loved everything about numerologist and loved Blair and didn't mm-hmm. know because she'd never met him that the person sitting up mm-hmm. front was Blair Gorman. Oh, that's too But funny. she put her hand yeah. up and so, said, ah, Blair Gorman is. I how thought, how dare you. <laughs> <laughs> <Funny> yeah. <enough. laughs> so at the end of the, this, the, that part of the conversation when Blair sort of got up and moved away, this, this five foot tall Little pocket rocket came launching at Leah <laughs> Gorman. It's really fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny.
0: Yeah, and she's but, done so well now. Yeah, she's a really, amazing amazing affiliate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's an
2: awesome person yeah, and, she a, really is. and an incredible mm-hmm. affiliate. But mm-hmm. there is that whole value of meeting people face to face. I don't think you can ever replace that. You yeah. can zoom mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but hell, if we can make it from New Zealand, other people can make it from anywhere else. 100%. Yeah.
1: yeah. What, I'm just because I 100% agree. For the skeptics out there, like, what is that? Face to face connection or that just camaraderie that you're building, like how does that benefit into a business?
0: How does it benefit? It almost makes it almost makes the business.
1: Mm.
0: You know, if we'd not got on that plane, we would be, I'm guessing, five or 10% of the business that we have now. Oh, wow. So you created yeah, that it's, most it's of huge. the people. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's not just the affiliates, it's the masterminding, it's the exchange of ideas, mm-hmm. yeah, and also the motivation because if you're a keyboard warrior. Uh, you know, working from your bedroom, whatever, and it can be pretty solitary, and yeah. so it, Zoom is just not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's. Uh, it's what we have, and it's what we've had to live with, you know, for a couple <laughs> of years. But New uh, Zealand really same. cracked
1: down too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure so did. Yeah, really early too, gosh. guess. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. If they mm-hmm. hadn't done that, then our medical system would never have caught. Yeah. It yeah. was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really that was what that is what was behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It was about taking care of all of the people, not just some of the people and, and it was hard yeah. it was hard for a lot of us for a long time but mm. you know, you had to look at the the effect on everyone yeah so. when
1: when you do travel what are you do you have an intention when you travel somewhere is it <laughs> like yeah, to you have, have a, a
2: really good time yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: which you, you do yeah <laughs> now that's a really interesting question uh, yeah because i've uh, i've been asked that before and mm-hmm. i'll generally say it's just for one thing and I don't know what that one thing is. It's just one idea or one mm. insight or one relationship yeah. or whatever, and that's all I need to make the whole trip worthwhile. And I'm coming from, or we're coming from New Zealand. Yeah. So yeah. you know, if you're on this side of the world, there's really no excuse.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. true. I mean, just the fact that yeah, I mean, I know right like jason in vegas and everything like there's these hubs you can get to and see a lot of people like the masterminds yep. bring everyone together mm-hmm. the big events bring people together yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the platinum summit's been able to hang out at you bring the pineapple lumps out here <laughs> yeah. the, the favorite candies like mm-hmm. no it's i think the relationships mm-hmm. you make right that's a real roi right now uh, it, yeah but it is, it I mean, is. you
2: know it like is. working with cosmic with jason has been has been incredible mm-hmm. um, he's a very very gifted man and um, he's helped us grow our business oh, 100%, by showing yeah. us some the small things mm. that you can do and, and how you get the team to work together to come up with the ideas, and the systems and the processes and understanding what's required with um, where is the product, what's the lowest cost, the, with the best return. He's taught us all of those systems to grow, and mm. he's been very, very instrumental in yeah. growing our business.
0: Yeah, and that's why I don't want to take too much credit myself because it's these extraordinary minds that are around me. But and again, yeah. that happened. Uh, I met this guy at a roulette table in Las Vegas. Oh, oh, so really? I um, wasn't even at the... So I'm not <laughs> suggesting that you go to the roulette table to boost your business, <laughs> but that's just how it happened. It could work out, yeah.
1: yeah. That, that yeah. tracks for Jason. That's yeah, funny. he was
2: someone yeah. that knew someone that that knew us. And yeah. you know those mm-hmm. relationships happen and th- general conversation starts and... I think sometimes people are out there thinking, God, I just need to get the idea. I need to, to make this business really big overnight. And it's the same thing. You will get success overnight after about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and a, we are the classic example. The
1: of 1% better every day right? Can attract That's right. things like that. It adds yep. up to huge yep. results over mm-hmm. time. And Which so, yeah, yeah,
0: not a plug for me, but I will say if you ever get an invite to anyone listening to this, to a cosmic mastermind, you really want to go to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, you know, I can't do justice to it in just a few words, but it'll blow your mind. Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm. I'll make yeah, sure I'm at yeah. the next one. I'll, I'll right. Oh, about absolutely, Kirsten or Shannon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. that just
2: just those those minds that are in the room, and then the general conversation that is happening, and you're thinking, it's like Blair with the VSL, and he was really focused on this one area, and then something happened, and he realised. That's not even it, and that's what happens when you go along to these events, and and Jason manages to bring together some of the great minds, Um, you know, everybody, but we listen to the great minds, and then we start to have smaller conversations, and you know, I know that this last get-together and the one in August, for me, it was um, meeting Derek Seymour. Well, actually, I'd met Derek before. He's a crazy cool guy, but it's (laughs) listening to his systems with customer support. And that Mm -hmm. said to me, hey, it's time to push a little bit and get some more, take care of some of that low hanging fruit in customer support and grow that a little bit. Hopefully, you bring that internally to your team. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so even in customer support, I'm getting it. Yeah. But you've got to be there to hear it.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what I find. It's like I, I go to masterminds, Right, I think it's like oh I need to tell us marketing. But if they're not there to hear it directly, it's like it's this filter effect that can happen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's like or if I, any team here, it's just like oh that's really cool, but it's like ah oh, you really needed to be there almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the what I've seen too is that entrepreneurs or they'll like send their affiliate manager to mastermind just go meet people and cut deals. It's like, man, the real value could be bringing both of you so that you can have your biz dev person there to cut deals if that's the thing. But then you're Mm. there to get those ah ahas and to see Mm. those processes you don't have. And, okay, this is how I can level up our business.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think some of those ah ahas come for us because we're a team. Blair is there for uh, all the business side of stuff. And I, when I started coming to these, I didn't have that because I worked in customer support. But I started to meet people and learn more about people and who they are and what makes them tick. Yeah. And then that brings a, a different relationship. And, and then, you know, when they realise they, that people care about who they are because they're a person first. And I always say this, in five years' time, you will still be you, <laughs> but you might be working in a different business. Mm-hmm. So never forget who you are and always be working on that and that makes your business grow.
0: As opposed to what's your website, what's your product, what's your affiliate percentage. Yeah.
1: No, I think -hmm. think that's a great way to wrap this up because yeah, it's the people in this industry that really drive it forward in, in mm-hmm. the industry yeah. too so if you can connect with people mm-hmm. you'll go a long way yeah, yeah. and it really it, is an awesome industry to be in <laughs> it is no, I, I love yeah. it yeah it's a mm-hmm. it's fun it's fast it's it's people oriented right yeah. and it's at the end of
2: the I, yeah. day they're people not keyboards yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Affiliates so. are people sellers are people right we're yeah. all people, yeah. Yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah is there um I just love to give you the last word. If there's anything you're looking for right now that if someone's listening to this, they go, oh, I have that. Or whether it's affiliate relationship, whether it's process, whatever it might be. Is there anything that someone could keep an eye out for for y'all? Or if it's just, hey, go to this website and check it out. That's fine, too.
2: Gee yeah. at Cosmic Media. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Cosmic yeah. do with Jason Myers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they yep. do some cool stuff
2: coolest guy ah. <laughs> awesome
1: we'll wrap it up with that well thank yeah. you so much we've got some champagne and pineapple lumps to get through you've got a board oh, yeah, we to get too so mm-hmm. no thanks for coming out all the way from new zealand and visiting us here i trust that we'll be able to get down to you soon and
0: yeah uh, happy it's on record now yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, just
2: just to finish up a little bit yeah I, I just want to say that for us clickbank has been uh, an incredible company to work with. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, oh. your support, your backup of us has been really fantastic, and and we really appreciate that. Oh, thank yeah. yeah. an you so much. You know, I
0: was saying in the meeting downstairs before, it's really allowed us to focus on what we do best, rather than focus on everything, excepting credit cards and, yeah. and the chargebacks, the relationships with the banks, international and taxes us, and all of, that. Right? It's um, like, yeah. You know, another affiliate system and yeah. Yeah.
1: It's all the boring stuff you don't want to figure out. It's, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And we're like, What's, It's a pretty boring business model, but that's why it's successful, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do all the boring yeah. stuff so you can do the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, thank you for saying that. It's The feelings very really mutual. You've been obviously one of the long-running clients here and... The growth you've had over the years has been so fun to watch, and mm-hmm. you're just great people. So yeah. good Thank people, you. good business, right? And, twenty. And I'm,
0: yeah, I'm pleased we can travel and go to that next summit that you're you're running because they're a blast. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> Platinum Summit this next year will yeah. be fun. Diamond mm-hmm. Summit, yep, we'll make it yep. happen. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's wondering if they should attend if they qualify, then absolutely no doubt it'll transform your business. But you don't, you won't realize how much until you get there. Yeah, it's yeah. A crazy thing. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. We're going to steal that clip and use that in our Platinum Summit campaign. So, <laughs> Awesome. Well, Blair, Wendy, thank you so much for joining this on Affiliated and yeah, happy scaling, everybody. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Great to be here. Thank you. Cheers.